listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 276 for February 20th, 2020. This week, we talk about hard and soft water, health procrastination, reading actual books, Animal Crossing New Horizons, religion and spirituality, and Ali X. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Uh, sipping on that truth tea, hunty. Sipping on ginger tea and honey. Oh, honey. Uh, when you're sick, mm-hmm. do you ever just want to go, uh... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, all the time, basically. Regardless if I'm sick or not, I just like to wail into the void. Well, yeah. It's just, well, when you're sick and your voice is like not your own, mm. you just want to see what you can do with it. Like, well, am I suddenly Adele? The answer is I... no. I mean, remember that one time we had Adele on the podcast? She she phoned in. Beep boop, beep blue. She doesn't smoke anymore, does she? So I can't do like a raspy Adele. And she's like thin now. Like what the fuck? <sighs> I haven't seen any pictures of her, and oh, really? I don't know. I don't. She yeah. She just she's not very social media, or I guess she is maybe, but I don't. I don't think her. I think she, I something I really love. I love when like a, a big time celebrity is like really private. I guess. I I remember, I mean, she, like, announced her new album or whatever, and then everyone was like, she's so skinny now. It's like, it's okay. Same bitch. She's a singer. You know, like, whatever. Anyway, what happened to your throat? Why did you suck too many dicks? You don't go into public very often, so how did you get sick? I don't know. I'm going to um, urgent care right after this to get a strep test. Mm -hmm. I'm not entirely sure it's strep throat. I but it hasn't had any like nasal qualities to it. It's just like a post nasal drip mm-hmm. that turned into coughing, that turned into sore throat. I have usually I talk all day while I'm alone by myself. Like you to just me, talk to yourself? Piggy. Yeah. But today mm-hmm. I've been like keeping my mouth shut. I'm like, I only have probably about an hour I can talk today, saving it for this podcast, and then I'm done. Like right. it's, I'm sorry if I sound like I'm straining or if I cough in the middle of this. It's just like, um, like a, a smoker ASMR, maybe. Oh, you know, it's fine. Ugh. I'll well, try to you. clear my phlegm away from the mic. Unlike I mean, you. I cough into the mic. I get people sick through the podcast. Oh, my God. So You might not be the phlegmiest person here this week. Honestly, yeah, you're kind of like stealing my, my thunder here when you're it comes to like nasally gays. That's your one thing. That and rice cooking. Right, I guess. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that are way better at cooking rice than me. Regardless, your voice sounds very sexy, sultry, even. I'm ready. I'm ready. Something that I, I do remember, I don't know why this is coming up in my brain, but you told me once that, like, this was, like, 10 years ago, back when, like, Joseph Birdsong made music. Remember those times? You who? told me, right, who? I don't know, Young and Free Part 2? When's that coming out? Uh-huh. Um you told me that you recorded a song when you were sick once and like you loved the way that your voice sounded and like you can never you could like never sing it the same ever again because you only something was weird with your voice like something was wrong with it i don't remember what song you were referencing oh i don't either i believe it i think it was i mean none was, of them sound like me they all sound I mean, like a computer i mean true you know? but anyways i guess it's time for you to record a, a soft sultry oh my god uh album uh, Young and Free, you I gotta make, voice. I got a week to pump out Young and Free Part 2, so Honey. get out your equipment. Oh my god, get on my Honey. dusty old keyboard. We're doing it. Honey, it's about to happen. Well, I'm sorry that you're, you know, you're having strep, hopefully it's nothing, you know, hopefully it's not strep. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, what, what's it's better? It's been a shithole year for, like, physical health. Like, Honey. it's absolutely sucked ass. It's like, it's February, and like, I'm still, I was getting cramps this past weekend from being sick a month ago with right. the food poisoning. Like it has messed me up so much. I and I like I'm I'm usually decently active. Like I I walk a lot. I try to run a couple times a week. But like oh my god, I'm fucking winded cuz I have not so been able frail. to do anything. Yeah, I've just been like wasting away. You uh, know what I feel like? Mm-hmm. Did you ever see um The Secret Garden? Um it's not also a book. Yes, Maggie Smith though is in it. So watch the movie. Don't read the book. Oh, okay, I I heard I that the book like, is like really long and like oh, overdone. Honey, hour and a half. Do the movie. Over. Okay, I'll do the movie. I've never seen um, it, but if Maggie Smith's in it, I'll have to watch it. I feel like that kid. So there's a kid in it who's like always sick. Nobody knows what's wrong with him. So they keep him in like this basement 
He's lived in this basement for like 10 years. I love a bubble boy. And then suddenly he goes outside and they're like, and he gets better. And they're like, oh, my God, you just actually, we kept you in a basement too long. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably all the mold like. in the basement. Yeah. And like they think he's allergic to the sun or some dramatic. Not sorry. Some people m- might be allergic to the sun. I apologize. But also, if you're allergic to the sun, you're dramatic. Okay. <laughs> you can't not be allergic <laughs> to the sun and not have a dramatic hat. Okay, uh, you're so you need dramatic. To have Just a like, wide stop. brimmed. You need some drama. Uh, I love anyway. a big sun hat. I, and yeah, I'm I'm sorry that you're you're not feeling well. I'm curious, what's better, you having strep and then getting an antibiotic, or not having strep and just having to have it run its course since it's viral? I don't want an antibiotic. My insides are already like uh, yes. Uh, okay, that makes flush. sense because the antibiotics you know fuck with your gut flora, and you're already like down for the count in that front you're drinking you know you have your probiotics you're shoveling down your throat you're already kind of you know knocked back from your previous illness so we're, we're uh, the consensus is we're hoping that it's viral and it just runs its course so you don't have to take anything but... um another health update though oh so we talked about our dental fears like two or three podcasts ago oh yeah and, and you because i just made went to the a dentist. dentist appointment yeah for the first time in like three or four years what has it been? Ten years for you? You were saying? I think like I seven. Oh, okay, that's, Not, that's like, you know, like plenty. that's any better. You right. know, <laughs> they were very like this. This was a good dentist, and I went to them because I read all the reviews from them, mm. and it's like they're very helpful. They're not going to shame you, and I was banking on that. And I do have a couple little problems. I have to get a root canal tomorrow. Oh, girl! One of my old fillings is like got janked up underneath, and they're like, "We just need to do it." Uh-oh. I was like, "Okay." So, but I feel so good getting it all under control. Like right. for the most part, everything was okay. They were like, your gums are fine. Mm-hmm. Um, they told me what I already know. They're like, you, your enamel's super ass weak. That's genetic. Mm-hmm. It's probably been like this forever. You're prone. Mm-hmm. Right. Do, and you know what I wonder if it is? So we drank well water growing up. I think we also drank. Okay, wait. Did, did you, you like? Did you go? Did you have a well that you fell down in the back, or is it like <laughs> honey, your your county ring, had a well? The Ring, a documentary about me. Literally, okay? you looked so good in that movie. Let me tell <laughs> I actually you, actually have hair. That's when I had hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, she. Uh, oh God, I miss those days. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we. It was like I don't know where it was. I think there was a shed out back, and there was like the well was underneath it. And it was hooked up. You could like access it, but like not really. Right. But you like you were you were drinking well water. Right. It was well. Okay. We didn't have city water till I was probably like in high school or junior high or high school. OK. So like gotcha. it wasn't fluorinated fluoride, you oh. know. And so I'm always like, did that do something like did I not develop my enamel? I don't I'm not a scientist. I mean, true. But we I can this. pretty much blame everything on my upbringing. Okay, this, I just had a little epiphany. We had, I'm pretty sure in our county where I grew up, we didn't have city water. I think it was well water. And it probably wasn't fluorinated, which is why at in elementary school and middle school, which is in the same district, we had little fluoride trays that we all did like once a week. What? Like, like the- drugs? Well, yeah. So they were like in little Dixie cups and there was like a like grape flavored fluoride. And like the nurse would come to each classroom and we'd <gasps> all like do the fluoride and watch the clock and, you know, swish around the fluoride in right. your mouth for like a minute and a half and then spit it out. That's probably why we had to do that. It's probably because that all of the water in our area was not fluorinated because it was well water. Makes oh, my sense. God. They didn't do Well. The rest of the town had well had city water. We but you just lived, lived in the like out in the bumpkins. Yeah, right. So okay. they wouldn't. You know, they're not going to do that for just me. Did you have really hard water growing up? You know what? I have never understood what that means. Like we went to visit somebody recently, and they were like, "Oh, the water's really soft." And I'm like, "I fucking hope so. It's water." <laughs> <laughs> Honey, how how can like, water be hard so- water? Do you know what hard water is? That's ice. That's, if you have hard water, that's ice coming out of your sink. Honey, and then you have a problem. Uh, yeah, like, honey, what they, the fuck is hard water and soft water? Um, so hard water has minerals dissolved in it. 
and you know like like scaling like that stuff that like happens in your like shower scale. lime right. scale so that is caused by the um the minerals in your water you know coming out of the water when the water evaporates and it leaves the sediment material and the um the minerals it's you know scales on your shower walls and shit that's hard water soft water is with all of those uh, minerals removed like i like distilled water would be classified as soft water i believe so what do i want Ta- just uh, tell me what i'm supposed to have i just need someone to tell me what to do allegedly soft water like water without a bunch of fucking minerals and calcium dissolved in it is way better for your hair allegedly oh who ca- i don't have any i don't None. Know. But wait, like, but is the other one better for your body? Don't I, I don't want know. minerals in my? Uh, Jennifer Aniston <laughs> told me to drink smart water. So I, I smart so, water. I anyway. <laughs> Anyone else live in a well? Just us. Um, Love I that. Uh, get at us if you live in a well. Yeah, at, I don't know. I could speculate. I I feel like I have had not honestly. Not the teeth problems that a lot of people have had in their lives. I've always had no, pretty I, good I dental care. I feel like that you, you, you're being, you're pretty average. You're, you're getting your first root canal at, yeah. at what, 31? Oh, this isn't my first root canal. I had to get oh, one when okay. I moved to Philly, too. I've never had a root canal. Everyone, like, it talks about how horrifying root canals are. They weren't, I, I don't remember it being that bad. Like, it's annoying to have your mouth open that long, but you don't mm-hmm. feel anything, really. Right, they numb you up. Yeah. I've just had, like... If I when I get a cavity, my enamel is so shitty that it just like shoots down in there Oof. and it's just gone. And it, that's it. That's it, Brenda. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Get on. Check, take those out. Put in some wooden slats like good mm-hmm. old George Washington. But like, uh, going back to what you were saying before, it does feel really good. Like, you know, you were putting something off for so long. Right. And you were so worried about it. And then you finally go through with it and you're prepared for, like, people to shame you and whatever. And it turns out it's not that big of a deal. Right. You know? They, like, want to help you. They're like, right. well, let's get you back on track. Like, some of the stuff that's wrong, it can, it's going to be over in a week after this cleaning. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to be fine. Like, be back that... on track. And, like, I fucking... So I use my Sonicare, I floss, I use mouthwash. She's like, doing just, it. She's doing it, honey. She's yeah, doing it. Well, I'm proud of you for taking care of your dental hygiene. I'm glad one of us is being a responsible adult. I can't wait for your dentist, your dentist moment. It's going to happen. I'm going to do it. See, like, the, I believe the thing in that, you. The thing that you were talking about is it's very familiar to me because it's part of my my anxiety. It's this uh, right. concept, concept of catastrophizing and putting things off and catastrophizing and procrastinating. And you just like put things off, you know, for such a long time that it becomes this huge demon in your head. Like, oh, God, like they're going to shame me. It's going to be horrible, you know, and you just work yourself up, you know, for years and years and years. And then you finally get the courage to go through with it. And guess what, Brenda? They're just there to help you. Like you didn't fucking murder someone. You're going in to like get your teeth cleaned. Like it's not that big of a deal. It's like teeth are, so, we talked about this last time too. When something goes wrong with your teeth, you immediately feel like it's your fault. Exactly. Like that is something. So you know what? I'm going to normalize this root canal. Normalize I mean, not norma- root canals. Normalize root canals. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm getting a root canal. Yeah. Normalize bad genes when it comes to <laughs> dental health. You know what? And even if it is your fault, who gives a shit? Just do better. Yeah, do you know better. Go, go in and get it fixed. Hashtag That's do doing better. better. Melania Trump. Hashtag be best. Be, be best. best. Oh, is that what it is? I don't be fucking best. know. I just, Fuck you that. know, I, I, I just try to block everything out in you my brain. You should aim for a little below best. Yeah, aim, f- be all right. Be okay. Be okay. Live with yourself. Right. That's what it should be. Hashtag live, live, live with, with it. Your, Hashtag live with live it. Live with yourself. Um, anyway, well, I'm, I'm proud of you for, you know, you're taking initiative. You went through with it. You're getting your root canal. You know, I'm just sorry that every other aspect of your life health wise is a fucking, you know, clusterfuck. I'm just waiting to die on the table tomorrow. If I'm being honest, I mean, I'm going to be with the... The, with the throat issues, plus the, all of the like five equipments in my mouth. Mm. Honey, I'm going to I'm going to release the spirit. <laughs> honey, honey, <laughs> that's what I that's what I call what I fart, honey. I'm releasing I the can't, spirit. Ugh. I can't wait to float up, look at myself, say, get Honey, a you grip. think you're floating up? You're going directly to hell. <laughs> but you, you get, to like, you to, get to, like, look above yourself for a moment. 
and be like, oh, that's what I look like. And then you get shot straight down into the oh core of the earth. Speaking of spirituality, that's one oh, of my we, topics. Are, this are week. we getting Jesus y this week more than usual? This is from Psychology Today. Psychology Ooh. for every person. Um, so we all know religion's on the decline in the West. <laughs> I thought you were going to say we all know religion's fake. I have a very complicated relationship with religion in general. Oh, we know. I, I'm against organized religion. Well, I just I say think it. that's okay. I just think that. And that's just based on my like personal experience with it in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. fine if you're if you believe differently. It's okay right. to be wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> this I'm pol- I'm sick. I have give me a pass. I'm I can be a little polarizing. Right, uh, right, right. So psychology today, the title is spirituality, not just religion, may be declining. So you've heard the term spiritual but not religious like uh, if you've been every, on a dating site every right. white mom who does yoga oh my god do you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of all of those gays who i dated in the south who were like i'm moderate i vote moderate because i'm republican it's like pick a side okay oh my god I went um, on, okay, here's, here's, sorry, I'm going on a tiny bit oh of a tangent. God. I went on a coffee date with a guy a couple months ago, um, and I, like, I, I don't know, I, I casually mentioned, like, religion or something, like, I made, like, a joke about Mormonism, and he, like, he told me, there's two things I don't talk about, religion and politics, and I was like, wait, what? Like, this is the year 2020, this isn't, like, 1974, and it turns out he was like super religious, but like he wouldn't tell me who he voted for. And I was like, I can't. Wee woo, wee yeah, honey, you want to you want to talk about a red flag? That was a red flag. A gay that won't tell you who he voted for. Mm. Either voted for like who is the third party candidate? Gary Johnson. I didn't even know that. Who I did because Gary people in my family voted for him. So get, get out anyway. Honey, it, better than Trump. Anyway, sorry to That's you true. Know, rain on your parade. You can continue on. Um. I don't know, kind of bad is voting for Trump in some ways. But anyway, um, I also, I'm not, I'm not like against, I'm, I'll just go on more about my against organized religion for just a moment. Go I don't, it. I don't dislike people, obviously, who are in organized religions. Just based on my experience, religion, organize, religion organizations are used to like keep down minorities, keep down women and gain money. And that's all I've seen they've been really about. Right. In my personal experience. But anyway, okay, so um, we knew that religion was on the decline in the West, but also mm-hmm. apparently spirituality is too. Just like general spirituality. Which is, yeah, which has been surprising. So we, I've got some statistics here. I love statistics. Okay. Mm-hmm. Love, a, love a good number. Uh, the percentage of Americans who said they are religious nuns, which uh, atheist, agnostic, or nothing in particular, rose to 26% by 2019, which is up 17%. From 10 years ago, 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the biggest trend among younger adults. This is bigger among younger adults. So millennials, uh, the percentage of nuns is 40%, 25% for Gen X, 17% among baby boomers, and 10% among the silent generation, which I don't know what that is. I assume it means they're dead. Silent. 1928 okay. to 1945? The, 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 the generation that won't speak. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that... Yeah, I don't know what that means. They're probably just insulted. Anyway... Uh, but then they found out that, so they, there was a 2017 study, 18% are spiritual, but not religious. Um, but 31% are neither spiritual nor religious. Gotcha. So it's kind of, it's starting to trump, not the president. It's starting to get above people who consider themselves spiritual even. I definitely noticed that, especially within the millennials, you know, within my generation, our generation. Oh, yeah. I feel like there's, there's three things on the whole, that hold true about our generation. One, we're poor. Um, two, we're godless. Uh, and that's supported by this study or, you know, this query or whatever. And then third, um, we're all queer. So in some sort of way. I guess but, this study is kind of, I mean, it's definitely skewed towards Christianity as being the religion it's talking about because it talks about God. Yeah, I know it's other probably religions talking about have a, like have a in the West. monotheistic God too, but... It seems like it's pointing towards Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, f- I feel like I've seen the trend so much in my own life. Like, because my dad works in churches. He fixes mm-hmm. pianos and organs. And I used to go with him in like my early 20s, mid 20s to all these different churches. All they talked about was how 
the churches are dying. Interesting. Like in every single church. And it's because they like, I remember what it, I grew up in church and you fucking drove me away. Like that's yeah, on maybe you, it's because Brenda. of what, what you're you reaping, what you're sowing. Yeah. Like make me sit in a pew every single fucking week and tell me I'm going to hell. Okay. Right. Pop off, sis. You can do that, but don't expect me to come back. What a goddamn surprise I left. Yeah. They don't expect me to be there, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the, the beliefs of 2020 as society don't fit in with what religion is trying to force us. And you're having to reason between the two. And you're like, well, I'm going to go with the stuff that sounds reasonable to me. And that's right. not like I'm, you know, this and- religion. All my friends are, you know, supportive of women's rights and gay rights and, you know, uh, things that the church predominantly is not for. So right, why like would preaching, I... preaching a sermon about a woman being submissive to a man. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? It's like, you know, that ain't that ain't it. Like hanging out in a church that where a it. woman can't even be a priest. Like, you right. know, it's, it's like you... we see what's we see the discrimination mm-hmm. and we don't understand a reason for it i think i think probably a big reason about this and like the reason why this is happening and a a reason why you probably noticed this is that i feel like there's a um there's a big divide between our generation and like our parents in the sense where like my parents continued um certain traditions without questioning like they Mm. just continue traditions because their parents did and i feel like our generation is very different because we like question that these traditions that our parents are like you know are passing down to us or that society is passing down to us and what the you know the quote norm is and we are like well no wait this isn't right i'm you know i'm going the other way like we we aren't continuing traditions just because it has you know been the status quo per se we're just like you know we were kind of looking at it through a different lens and not just continuing it for continuation's sake right but and then, that has something to do with it. I think a lot of like there are still millennials who are choosing to participate in religion, but the religion they're oh, participating absolutely. in, they're just they're it's they're having to do some. I don't want to say like mind acrobats, but they're they're interpreting things differently and right. in like a good way. Like my parents right. now go to a church that is, you know, uh, LGBTQ friendly everyone friendly like women can be deacons mm-hmm. sort of situation um and it and it's i don't know like i'm i'm not saying just cuz you're in a religion just cuz you're a christian or just cuz you participate in a religion you believe that women are submissive to men that's just my experience growing up in like a southern baptist church right I, I i feel like people are are more um, our generation is more opening not opening but more open and accepting and right. less strict when it comes to interpretations of like monotheistic religions. Well, and, and more applying like, that, and at, you know the restrictions that those can you know apply in your day to day life and what you yeah, you know. and more aware of the manipulation that our religious texts have potentially gone through over mm-hmm. the thousands of years. You know yeah, what I mean? And, and scrutinizing like, it and being like, okay, this is not right. Like you know, I, let's. I, I'm not going to participate in this aspect of my religion that promotes, you know, shaming homosexuals or shaming women for, you know, having autonomy over their own bodies or right. being alive or wanting to be independent or not wanting to be fucking housewives or not wanting to be fucking slaves. Like, you know, go through the goddamn list. You know, I feel like that we um, millennials who are more religious or are religious in general or are more spiritual kind of. I don't I, I don't know if secular is the right word, but they they interpret it in their own way and they um, on the whole are applying it in a more um, generous and liberal way that is less um, discriminatory towards others. Yeah, we're not know, hating on you ass. if you're religious or if you belong to a religion. We're just discussing our personal experiences with religion. And how we've been burned. <laughs> and how we've been fucking burned and told we're going to burn for an eternity. So, Honey, honestly, uh-huh. turn on the heater. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, my God. Turn our on that radiator. Bathroom, our bathroom radiator is stuck on. And it was like 55 the other day, which is, you know, but the building stays warm. And I'm like, it's like a fucking, that's hell, honey. Honey. Pooping, hot, humid, sweating. That's I love hell. a hot. Nothing is better than a hot shit. Do you know what 
the worst thing in the world is having a pan- a sweating panic attack while you're pooping. Honey, I wish I could say I've been there, but I actually haven't. That's one thing I haven't experienced yet. Oh, my God. One time we had guests over and I was like, you know, normal in person. I was like, excuse me for just one moment. Went to the bathroom. <laughs> Let me go shit my brains out for a second. Went to the bathroom. Full on mental breakdown in the course of like five minutes. Uh, pooping like drenched in sweat pale as a sheet like dying texting justin who's in the other room like i'm dying in here i'm gonna fucking pass out i'm gonna die we gotta do something i'm so sorry for laughing oh my god and then like five minutes later emerge and i'm like hello hello i'm fine now i'm fine god you have uh, an IV in. you have you have your fluid bag with you <laughs> I just, oh my needed to, god. I just needed a little break. I just needed to catch some air, you know. Oh my god. Just... Rush me to the emergency room. Oh my god. I am so glad I'm not you. <laughs> uh, um speaking of burning screech. in hell. Yeah. Um, something I hope is in hell when I'm there is uh the new Animal Crossing game. Animal you hope Crossing is there? Yeah, I hope it's there. Okay. I hope when I go to hell, I can still play it. Right? Yeah, we we watched. We were up early this morning watching the Animal Crossing direct. Um. Yeah. So Animal Animal Crossing New Horizons. I have it pre ordered. I'm fucking ready for this. Um. As are you doing but, digital or are you did you order? I did it digitally because I had some eShop credit. I like oh, fi- okay. I got like a fifty dollar eShop card for Christmas, and so I was like, oh, like I'm gonna use this to buy Animal Crossing. Because I'm poor. And I was like, I can pay $10 for Animal Crossing because it was $60. Um, I, so we talked about this a little bit before when um, Animal Crossing got announced for Switch. That um, there's this kind of different feeling about Animal Crossing now with people who have played other life sim games such as Stardew Valley. And Stardew Valley is like so complex and there's so much to do and in comparison to stardew valley animal crossing kind of feels like baby like i'm baby yeah it baby feels animal light. crossing yeah. yeah in comparison um so i want to know the the direct was today the, there was 25 minutes of like you know showing off the new animal crossing and it was very cute i want to know what you think about you know what you're seeing with the new animal crossing in comparison because like stardew valley is like your favorite game of all time basically um and so i'm curious if you are comparing the two in your head or if you're kind of like see animal crossing in kind of a different way and what you're thinking about what you saw for the upcoming game and if you're excited or not um (coughs) excuse me i'm definitely excited Mm -hmm. um i've got it pre-ordered i've ordered physical justin might be getting the animal crossing switch Ooh, like the the Animal Crossing themed Switch. Yes, he's not. Um, oh, it's so cute. He's not going to play Animal Crossing, but he's been wanting a Switch to play Splatoon with me. And I was like, I've been ah. telling him to wait in t- unless there's a Switch Pro so that I can get the Switch Pro and give him my old Switch. But I right. was like, if you can get the new Animal Crossing Switch, you can get a Switch <laughs> that I can have and give you mine. But right. um, I think it, it fills that same... Tr- sort of time sink that stardew valley does Mm -hmm. stardew valley is a more i feel like it's more it's definitely for adults like there's drama in your town oh the drama not like like high drama but heavy yeah because in in animal crossing there hasn't been like a like a relationship sim built in like stardew valley has relationships that you can like you can fucking marry people like you i mean i don't know if you can marry people in the animal crossing but traditionally in the past games that wasn't you know the relationship simulator wasn't part of the life sim that is animal crossing and that is part of stardew valley right it still fills that like customization like Mm -hmm. role though the whole I want to build my fucking house. I want to put furniture where I want to put it. I want to make my right. town pretty. I want to make it mine. Right, exactly. Right. So I'm I I'm going to sink tons of hours into it, I'm sure, just like I did with New Leaf. Mm-hmm. But like I, I am very excited about it, but I don't really get excited about like paths and things like that that a lot right. of people do. Mm-hmm. I that's fun. Like I re- like in New Leaf, you had to put down your fucking pattern everywhere, you know, and then right. keep and it. Right, and then you accidentally, it. you know, pick it up sometimes, and it's a pain in the ass. Right, and you can't right. change it. You have to like keep it in your inventory as that mm-hmm. fabric yeah. or whatever. It didn't bother me too much that it wasn't rounded. You know what I mean? Right. Like that right. seems to have really bothered some folks. 
mm-hmm. um, which is fun, you know. Yeah, uh, to each their own. To each their own. But yeah, I'm still very excited. I saw Bob in the trail in the new direct stuff, so I'm good. Well, yeah. So that I was my Bob. second question: is that are you over Bob, or are you ready to get back into the swing of things with Bob in the new game? You know, I'm ready. Or are you choosing to, a new man. I'm ready to romance Bob again. Okay. He's like that pothead you date who like doesn't really love you back. So you right, but it's like really good more. in bed. Well, no, not even that. Like he's always too high to really perform. Mm. But you stay with him because you're lonely. There's something about him. You're lonely and you hate yourself. Yeah. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I that love kind a dysfunctional relationship. relationship. It's that kind of relationship. So I'm ready to see Bob again. I need to get the. Uh, I guess you can invite him to your town with the amiibos. I don't have a. There's not a Bob amiibo, but I. I think he might have an amiibo card. Right. They said that some amiibo cards in, in the direct. They said that some amiibos and some amiibo cards are. Um, what What's the word? Supported. And right. but the ones that aren't like they're going to be adding support over time. So I don't know if, if Bob has a card, he'll probably get a card and then you can buy Bob and have him, you know, force him to be in your fucking island or whatever. Um, was there anything specifically from the director that you saw that you were like, oh, like, I really am looking forward to this aspect of the new game? Or is it just like in itself? You're just like, I just want to play this. I think the terrain stuff looked really cool. It seemed a yeah. little like in gamey. I don't know how much we're going to have access to it at the beginning, but like mm-hmm. making a river, like I just imagined myself like cutting off the villagers I hated with right. like surrounding their house with water mm-hmm. and just like until they move. Do you mm-hmm. know? God That's bless. what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And building stairs and shit. The thing right. that it, they were like, there's no cloud saves, but if something catastrophic happens, we might have a backup of your game. And it's like, right. what the fuck is that? So it, it's there somewhere. Right. Where is so, it? so what I what I noticed and I did a little bit of digging. Um, so the Nintendo Switch, if you have an online membership, there's this like game cloud game save thing built into the Switch operating system that you can, you know, upload your save games to the cloud just in case your, you know, Switch gets, you know, destroyed or whatever. And it sounds like that the Animal Crossing is going to have its own independent way of um of cataloging your your game so it 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 looks it sounds like that they're gonna back up your game automatically somehow but um you i was reading some of the fine print and it said that they'll allow you to um download your game save from them once you have one you have one shot um, it was in the fine print of when they were talking about it in the direct. Um, so your switch can get destroyed once and you can like beg them for your cloud backup or whatever. A lot of people are like, I, a lot of people were assuming that you're going to have to like pay them $5 or something to get your fucking save back. I don't think it'll be that bad, but I think the fact that they, you know, are only wanting you to do this once because they're like, there's no other reason. Like how many switches are you destroying? or losing where you have to like keep downloading your fucking game save. Like I understand the aspect of them trying to prevent, you know, people gaming the system or whatever, but it's not like that there's an online like multiplayer economy. No. It's not people like people who a... cheat are only hurting themselves. They're sucking right. the fun out for themselves. Like it's not don't like that there's like a everybody. I don't care like if a, someone cheats a real at Animal world... Crossing real world like money market where you're like exchanging real world currency like that's where i kind of understand that you really have to lock things down but it's like literally it's you know it's it's pretty sandboxed like you're not gonna be like if you want to ruin the game for yourself you can but it's not like you know like a, a mario kart situation where like you have like unlimited fucking stars and you're you know cheating a race right you know exactly. it's not that sort of situation so i don't i don't really understand why that they're so um kind of locked on this aspect of like we really want to limit you um from you know potentially gaming the cloud backup system i mean it doesn't really bother me so much because like most of the time i have my switch docked anyway um i also have my switch hacked and so i can um back up my game saves to my sd card myself which is Girl. actually really helpful. Nintendo um, just heard that. They are sending oh honey, the police to your they're door. They're going to block me. Right now. Um, but I mean, like, I have, it's nice that I have that, you know, extra safety net, but I'm not worried at all. 
But, you know, but it might be a situation where, like, my switch gets stolen or something, like, off the train or whatever. I lose it when I'm traveling. And, you know, I'm sure that once Animal Crossing gets released, we'll have more information on how the system works where you could potentially get your cloud safe back. But I want, like, some sort of, you know, I want some reassurance, you know, that if something happens and something's going to, I don't know, the train back to (laughs) Oregon. I don't know where I'm going. Anyway, that was bothering people, understandably. I think that was, like, the one big critique I was seeing online. Um, I just, overall, it just looks really polished, which I appreciate because, like, they've been taking a lot of time on it. Um, I just, like, I'm just excited to have Animal Crossing in HD. And everyone, like, every everyone looks great. I'm just really excited. Just overall, I'm I'm really excited to to really sink some hours into this. And What do you think the ghosts are? I don't know what the ghosts are, but I think they're cute. I hope oh. it. I hope villagers can die. <laughs> I want their fucking ghosts in my backyard. They're so, oh they're, my don't, god! Don't act like there ain't been a villager or two that you're like, I want you dead. Right? Like, this oh, is I want town. you to drown. It sounds like fucking a battle royale game. That like right. when they were talking about it in the thing, they were like, mm-hmm. "You're on this." They kept saying, "You're on island. this deserted island." It's they like, kept, "What is this?" You know, like, survivor. Why? Yeah, and they were like, "That's what I was thinking <laughs> of too, survivor." Because they drop you all off, and then you like Tom Nook is the what's his name? Who's the, host? the host. Yeah, the host. I don't know the host. Jeff. I don't Probst. watch Survivor. I'm not you know a normie. Sorry. You don't. If you don't, Jeff Probst. Don't tell love, me you didn't want to bang Jeff Probst when you were watching Survivor as a 12 year old gay. How do you spell that, Jeff? Pro- Probst. P R O B S T. I'm gonna be mad if that's not his name. I mean, oh, go- he's hot. Google's gonna correct it. See, oh, he's from okay. Wichita. Hey, y'all. That's where we go. I literally never watched Survivor in my entire life. I think I watched the second season. Okay. Anyway, Tom Nook's the host. Anyway, Tom Nook. I'd let him bone me too. If honey, I were a wreck, or if I were a Tanuki or whatever, honey. Tanuki, heaven my ass. forbid you say raccoon and someone pops out of a bush. Um, Tanuki. It's a Tanuki. Is it Shut Tanuki? up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to meet the new villagers. I'm excited to just kind of have my own little world that I can. I'm excited to like have my Switch on me and have it digitally so I can just like, doesn't matter what, what cart I have in my, in my uh, Switch, I can always just check in for, you know, for an hour. So I can always bring it up no matter what time it is and just See, you know, I like go digital. around, go fishing. I mean, I like physical. Right. There's, there's some really good Honey, um, reasons to buy plastic, things physically. You know, I like to rub, plus, rub it against my face, get the microplastics absorbed. Mm. Plus you can resell it. You can't resell a fucking file on your, that's true well i don't there's something about like it makes me feel nostalgic for like my snes when i get to just walk up walk up to the tv and put in a new cartridge Mm -hmm. also my uh my my whatever card is almost full so your sd card room yeah well i'm very excited for animal crossing i can't wait to be your best friend at animal crossing so i can come and chop all your trees down you know what? I love that we don't have to go each- to each other's town as like fucking dream world. Anyway. Right. I'm that excited. Was so to just, like stupid. Also, did you see that like the the temporary like friend codes were like four digits? It's not like no, a t- I didn't see. Yeah. So like if you want to like open up your town um, to the public for like a temporary amount of time, it gives you like a four digit letter number code instead of like a twenty four thousand digit friend code with a bunch of dashes. It was like four letters, which is so much opening. nicer. I'm not opening my town to the public. I mean, we know, sweaty. Uh-uh. Get out. Um, Stay out. Get the fuck out. Um, yeah, very excited. Um, any other things you want to talk about with Animal Crossing before we move on to whatever the fuck else you want to talk about? I don't think so. Okay. Get Animal Crossing. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Sure. 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 It's cheese of the week. Do you have a cheese? No. Well. Um, Black Diamond, five years. Oh, shut up. You're shut up. Cheddar. I'm trying to think. Did I? I don't. No, not not cheesy this week. I had some cream cheese on a bagel. That's you had it. those wontons. Oh yeah, I had I had cream cheese wontons, which was good. Um, but like, is cream cheese really cheese? You know, I don't know. I don't really. I, and I don't want to know. Cheese, right? It's just like it's got a bunch of sugar in it, doesn't it? Oh yeah, no, it's it's literally. Or all do you add sugar to it? I definitely add sugar when you make frosting. You know. Mmm. Oh, cream Anywho. cheese frosting, girl. 
fuck me Girl. up. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about before we move on to our favorite things? Oh, I've got a few, but I'm going to save them. We'll do favorite okay. things. Okay. These are a few of my favorite, our favorite thing. I'm, I love the attempt. <laughs> it's her. You know, we usually talk in Piggy's voice. Like we have mm-hmm. conversations with Piggy and Piggy's voices. It's, it's a, I can't do it now that my voice is hurting. So I'm having oh. one-sided conversations with Piggy. God can't giveth talk back. and God taketh away. My name is Piggy. See, we can't, I can't do the voice anymore. So unless Justin's here to do Piggy's voice, I have, I can just talk at him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about hard. talking to animals in like a baby voice, but. Well, no, that's his voice. Yes, sure, Jan. We, I talk to him and then we speak his response in his voice. Oh, okay. So it's like, like you, you know, Piggy, it's like schizophrenia. Did you want to blah, 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 blah? And he'll go, I want to go to the bathroom outside. But I can't do the voice because it's, my voice is cracked. I'm so sorry for your loss. Feel sorry for Piggy. I'm just so sorry. Anyway, <laughs> um, what's your favorite thing this week, Joe? Um, oh my god, I've been reading. What? Books. Like made out of Physical. paper, like made out, made, made out of a tree. Do you know what? We have two of those, you know the little libraries, the ones that are community that are just like it's a box on a post. I love those. We've got two in our neighborhood or within good walking distance. Mm-hmm. And I check them every day when I take Piggy out. And um, yeah, so I I leave books in them. I take books in them. It's different, like every That's day. Cute. It's amazing. I fucking love it. But I this book I bought um, at the bookstore. It's called Severance by Ling Ma. Uh, mm-hmm. She's a Chinese American author, and it's science fiction, like post apocalyptic kind of. Mm-hmm. So what happens in it is it's it. It's like if coronavirus were like zombie. Ooh. Like there's this uh, pandemic called Shen Fever that comes from China in the book. I swear to God, this like predicted coronavirus, first of all. But a uh, few people in the world don't get affected by it. But everyone else turns into kind of zombies, but they're not really zombies. They they don't know if they're like dead or alive. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm only like a third of the way through right now. So right, I couldn't right, spoil it right. even, even if I wanted. But they're conscious. But they're not dead. But they're not really like they're on a loop. They're okay. like you'll walk into their house. They won't even know you're there. They'll be setting the table, unsetting the table, setting the table, unsetting the table. But mm. they're like dead and decaying at the same time. Interesting. But there's a select few that are like immune. Right. And it's about their journey kind of to the supposed safe haven. But the chapters are interspersed with. Um, so it follows Candace Chin and it's interspersed with her life in New York City before the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really good. Like, I think this is, um, I don't know if this is Ling Ma's debut novel. It might be. But mm-hmm. um, no, it's written really well. I like how the dialogue, there's no quotation marks used. It's very like, they said this, they said this. I don't know. Interesting. It's, it's hard to explain, but it's good fiction if you're looking to get into some fiction. Love a good fic. You know? Love a good fiction. And the cover is a really nice pink color, and it's the same color as my phone case. I mean, that's what—that's the reason why you bought it. Let's yeah. be real. So who's Let's the be real honest. winner? Well, I've been right. reading. I'm back on Agatha Christie, too. Ooh. Um, I just ordered 18 Agatha Christie books for $24 on eBay. Jesus Christ. Free are, shipping. Are Agatha Christie books relatively short, usually? They're like 300 pages. They're that's not regular. Short. Okay. No, that's like, it's like novel sized. Yeah. Okay. Um, gotcha. I just read a Miss Marple one. I love Miss Marple. I don't really like Hercule Poirot much. Mm-hmm. Those are her two like detectives kind of. Gotcha. Um, no, I, I read a whole lot of Agatha Christie in middle school and junior high. We've talked about that and I'm getting back into it. Mm-hmm. Just, was, it's just a fave. Surprise, surprise. I was never a big reader. That's why I'm so stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still working through this like 600 page kind of biography about the history of Russian gulags. It's by Anne Applebaum, Gulag of History. I probably talked about it like a year and a half ago. Still haven't finished it. I'm like halfway through. It's really dense, but also like I I need to read more. It would be really good for my brain if like I was reading that instead of like going through Python code on my computer like a dumbass. I should like actually read words on a fucking page. Anyway, both can um, be good for you, you know. H- honey, I need to 
get my head away from screens, honey. That's what I That's need. That's true. That's partially why I'm reading again. You know, my right. focus mode on my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be more. Girl, you are limiting your screen time. I'm, I'm trying. I hate it. Godspeed, honestly. Like, I don't have the strength. I need to, like, pull the trigger piglet on that one. Girl. Um... But no, that the the um the plot for for Severance uh, sounds really interesting. I love that sort of like science fictiony sort of stuff. Um, oh yeah, it I'll is read her it first sometime book. in my life. I'm saying it is her first book. It was on a lot of like best of 2018 mm-hmm. lists. Um, so and it's different. From, I don't read a lot of fiction. I read a lot of nonfiction mostly. So it was nice. To, it's nice to be getting back into not the real world. You know now. It, it did this author write it in like Chinese and this is translated or is this originally written in English? No, she's so she's a Chinese American, too. OK, just like cool. the main character in the book. So mm. it seems like she's and I she thinks she's from the same area in China that the character in the book is, too. It almost seems like she maybe dropped herself, you know, in a fictional right, world right. and saw what happened, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, But no, uh. Okay, she's an assistant professor of practice in the arts at University of Chicago. Ooh, so she's, she's fancy. Yeah, I don't know how she's long smart. she's lived here. The character in the book moved to the U.S. when she was like nine or six or nine or something. Gotcha. So, okay. I don't know. I just, right now, I'm all I'm doing is relating her character in the book to her. It's nice. not a biography. Right, now. This is this didn't actually happen. Spoiler alert. No. Yet. But it's, it's yeah, oh my God, yet. <laughs> it it does a lot of like um it has a lot of to say about capitalism too in it. Mm, so there's some yeah. reading between the lines there. There's some well, there's some very blatant too. Oh, okay. Like when she's still living in New York City and the world hasn't ended yet. Mm. There's a lot of hypocrisy pointed out and racism. Well, it sounds good. It's, it's like really a good, book. good. It's good. It's it seems like a book for our generation very much. So. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Um, I know you can get it on Amazon for $16 hardback, $9 paperback, and then you can get it on Kindle for like 10 bucks. Do it. It's Do worth it. it. Severance. Or look in your community, little community library. Oh, I'm going to throw up. Community library. <laughs> <laughs> did you find I mean, this in I'm your community treat. library or now did this, you like? Uh, this one I purchased. Okay. I did Who find, recommended um, it to you? Do what? Who recommended it to you? How'd no you one. I was just browsing in the bookstore. Oh, Some you were like, this leave, looks good. We leave the, I leave the house sometimes, you know? Honey, can't relate. Honey. <laughs> Cannot relate. Don't browse a bookstore, honey. honey they still that? exist for now. There's people outside? Allegedly. No I haven't known Allegedly. for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't know, girl. Well, good. Um, good favorite thing. I did also find, I've been wanting to read Postcards from the Edge. Carrie Fisher. Oh, I think yeah. it's her most famous novel. I've mm-hmm. read another, I've read Carrie Fisher nonfiction, but I haven't read her fiction, so I'm excited to read that. I found that in the little library. Mm-hmm. Pop off. There's gems I everywhere, didn't... honey. Gems. Oh, wait, this was a, hold on. Uh-oh. I looked up postcards from the edge, and it's giving me a, a It's film. a movie. Oh. It was turned into a movie by a book. Starring Meryl Streep. Carrie, yeah, that Carrie and Fisher And Shirley MacLaine and Dennis Quaid. I wonder what Dennis Quaid's up to. He's one of those people who I don't really know who he is. That's so, okay. like the most of the people in the world. He used to be oh, married him. to Meg Ryan. He just reminds me of Tim Allen, and I just hate Tim Allen. Oh, Tim Allen's gross. I'm no, I don't know if Tim, if Dennis Quaid is gross. He just reminds me of like that era. I feel like Dennis Quaid is probably a little less Republican than Tim Allen, but probably <laughs> not as much. On a scale of like one to Tom Cotton, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, Tom Cotton and me from the same state, honey. I'm sorry. Oh, sweaty. Anyway, go read a fucking book. Okay, good, good tip. Pro tip. Pro read a book. Tip. Read a At book. me. Uh, what's your favorite thing? Um, my favorite thing this week is an album that uh literally just came out ugh, six hours ago, <laughs> and I've listened to it like three times all the way through. It's um, an album that I have been uh, waiting um, very patiently for, for like a couple months now. I'm a very uh, big fan of the um, American, Canadian-American pop artist Ali X. 
and her um, new album, Cape God, just came out. And it's fucking good. Um, it's everything that I was expecting. Um, if you like kind of electropop, kind of sort of sad lyrical stuff, but also jams. Um, Alex is a great artist to dive into. She has a couple EPs in the past that were amazing. I got into her a couple years ago um, via a friend of mine who was like, hey, like if you like, you know, Robin and, you know, shit like that, you should check out Alex. And it was a good suggestion. Um, yeah, it literally just came out and I am actually going to be seeing her in Portland in March, I think. So if anyone's going to go to the Alex concert in Portland at the end of March, hit me up because I'm going to be going um, with a couple friends and I'd love to meet you because I know Alex has like a huge gay following. So I'm sure all the gays are going to be there. Um, but yeah, no, it's just it's something there's something about I feel like recently when I have been anticipating an album from an artist that I you know really enjoy. Um, it's that sort of thing where I get a little bit too hyped and then it, it's always sort of a letdown because it's never as good as you expect it to be. And this is one of those shining instances where it's exactly what I expected and it's exactly as good as I expected it to be. Oh, wow. And I feel like this doesn't happen very often for me. Um, and so, yeah, like, like, oh, my God, I was really, really excited about LaRue's newest album, Supervision, because I really loved her second album, um, which had like uptight downtown and a bunch of other really good songs it was like warm and analog and tropical and it was like super fucking fun so i was really expecting her new album um supervision to be really good and it's just so fucking bland and so i was really disappointed with that larue's yeah larue her third oh my god album. she just shaded ellie goulding did you see that no what did she say oh my, oh my god, god. fill on. me ellie in Rue. All I, all I read was the headline. It's all I needed to know. Um, okay, so here was the headline. This is from The Telegraph. That's how you know it's the tea. Uh-oh. Uh, LaRue interview. Nothing against Ellie Goulding, but I won't make music that boring. Oh, my God. Snap, crackle, pop, honey. I mean, it goes to say, I mean, LaRue's album, newest album, is kind of fucking, it's pretty fucking boring. <laughs> how, how, however, I don't know what it is about Ellie Goulding. Her like, first I album loved, was It. I, that was I it, loved sis. I loved her first album and then it just I don't know she, if it's and then just she this. made music for fucking gray is the new pink what's that fucking 50 shades of gray 50 shades of gray gray made... is the new pink <laughs> <laughs> honey Listen, let me tell you gray is the our, new pink our favorite barbecue place here I, for, I keep forgetting the name of it so I just call it pig hole <laughs> 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 can we is, can that be the title of this podcast it's pig hole big hole oh my Let's god just go down and get some pig hole honey oink oink am i right anyway i don't know i didn't read the obviously i didn't bother reading the fucking interview. i mean that's the only quote you that's need that's the only quote i need that's it. I but know, it's I, true I, ellie golding's music is boring as balls i it's just so sad because like ellie golding's that other person were like Years they and popped years and years at the ago. same time. Like that yeah. was th- they their debut they album out. was like yeah same time. Um, and Ellie Goulding is a perfect example of that situation where like I loved her first album and then I was like anxiously awaiting her second album and then it came out and I was like oh this is so stale it's compared just, to your first album. It was it's just pop music. It's just like right. every just, like her voice is generic. so interesting, but then it's like all right. You can do whatever you want with yourself and your life and your body or whatever. Oh, absolutely. But, it's just not for me. It's just yeah, not my it's cup of just, tea. Yeah, it just it just became it just became like everything else. Right. Like I was and that's wanting fine. if you're aiming for that, then aim for it. But Right. It's like I was I was wanting a a, you know, an ex an ex- extension a continuation of the sounds you were giving us on your first album and that just wasn't the artistic decision that you made yeah and so i was less excited at the end of the day regardless i think ellie golding's music is really fucking boring so but if you enjoy and it LaRue great. apparently now great Her new <laughs> yeah and i don't know anyway regardless my favorite thing is ali x um her new album cape god just came out stream it listen to it it's really fucking good. There's one song, like most of the songs are jams. Um, there's one song that's slower called Madam X that is just haunting. It is so good. 
Um, and I'm not usually like here for like slower kind of piano ballads, but it's just it just sends it, it. The chorus of Madam X sounds like it should be a Bond theme. Speaking of Bond themes, did you have you listened to Billie Eilish's new Bond theme? No, I don't. I've, I think we've and talked I don't about want how ne- to. I think we've talked about how neither of us have listened to Billie Eilish, right? Well, I I think I told you a week or two ago, I finally listened to her most popular song. I don't remember what oh, okay. it was called. And oh my, uh, I didn't like it. Uh-oh. And that's fine. That doesn't it's mean fine. it's bad, obviously. Mm-hmm. But every every single article I've seen on Billie Eilish is like, wow, this is new. This has never been done before in pop music. This is, is this even pop music? And I listened to it and I was like, yeah, this is fucking pop music. What the fuck do you think this is? This right. isn't new. This isn't right. revolutionary. This maybe hasn't been done in two years, but it's been mm-hmm. done a thousand times and it's going to be recycled and Right, honey. I mean, and that's fine, too. Like, just like we're saying with Ellie Goulding. But right. I, I don't understand the hype, I guess. Right, right. The hype train behind it. You're just like, I, I think that, yeah, I thought it was a little too. But I mean, maybe. And, you know, obviously, we all know I don't listen to music. So it's obviously touching right. a lot of people. So who am I to deny that it's reaching a lot of people pop off? Um. Anyway, the <laughs> I've, I haven't listened to any Billie Eilish song all the way through, except for the song for the new James Bond movie, which she performed live at the Brits, I think. And it Is was it really good. good. Oh, okay. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was very Bond, very, you know, and her voice sounded good. Regardless, Madame X sounds like a Bond theme. That's where oh, I was okay. going with that. Okay, that's uh, where the thought <laughs> That's where that was going. Came all the way back on that thought. Okay, um, so I popped off about, you know, nothing. Uh, <laughs> pop off, sis. Anyway, LEX, Cape God, G-O-D. Um, it is streaming on Spotify, Google Music, Apple Music, Live Your Life, stream some funky fun and also sad pop music. Um, I feel like uh, there's probably something for everyone there, except for Joe because he hates music. So for everyone else out there, stream I Cape God. I hate music. I hate LAX. music, but I like to shit on it. Honey, you know what? Everybody's a critic, you know? What have I been listening? I've been listening to... They, so I finally realized they released the all the new tracks for Stardew Valley. Like if you bought it on mm-hmm. Steam, you can download the new ones too. So I've been listening to the Night Market theme like on repeat for like three weeks. Ooh. It's spooky. I love a good spook. Do you, have you, is there literally anything else you've been listening to besides Stardew Valley or is that like it? No, that's it. I feel like there was some pop song I was listening to recently. Let me go to my Google. Let me pull up my Google's music. That's I'm curious, like, dead. do you always listen to it on Google Music? Like, does it, do you have, like, the play count of, like, no, this, starting oh, early? yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't count on your phone. That's, and I what? usually listen on my, yeah, it only counts if you listen to it, like, on your browser window. So dumb. I know, right? Like, I don't give it, I'm listening to shit more on my phone than anywhere else. Right. Anyway. Um, Any hustle. No, the last song I have is, like, a Selena Gomez song. Work. And I oh, haven't there listened was a... to that in, like, six months. Rebecca Black came out. Remember her? Remember uh, Rebecca Black came out with a song recently over the past couple of weeks. And there's a remix, an official remix that's on her channel. That's not bad. If you want to check that out. I don't know. Okay. I will. Anyway, instead of that, you should check out AliX Cape God out now. There you go. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. Um, <laughs> you got to go get a root canal, you stupid bitch. I know. I got to go pop off to. I'm a feel like I'm about to go have a coughing fit. Is what I feel Girl, like. Girl, well, I'm you made it. We're an sense. hour through. I made it. We I talked. only coughed like once. Yeah. Thank you so much bad. for for saving your voice for the podcast. Uh, you mean so much Girl, to me. You know, you know I got to talk to you. Honey, we know we got to listen the, to you complain. That's what we're here for. only one who will listen. <laughs> I'm going to be one of those people. I because I get paid. Oh, oh that's fair. I'm going to be one of those people. <laughs> you're going to in like the nursing home and you're going to be the only one who visits me. Mm-hmm. You fucking better. You think I'm going to visit you? Honey, you got another thing coming. (laughs) Uh, I'll still be paying you, so. Probably, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You'll be be paying me to come and visit you. Exactly. All right, anyway, uh, good podcast, good week. Thank y'all for listening and putting up with us. We'll be back next week with a regular episode, and then also next week we'll have a bonus episode for all of you lovely Patreon patrons. Yep, that sounds good. Have a good week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. 
Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Allison B. Andrew G. Austin D. Ben B. Brat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Charlotte S. Chris K. Christopher C. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devoy C. Dylan G. Erica V. Feliciano D. James P. John H. Joshua R. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne G. J. Matthew B. Maurice W. Nick I. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rose G. Sandra P. Scott A. Tristan T. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. Show.